This, this, this is, 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 is. Fight Disciples. Eddie Hearn, quiet week for you in the world of boxing? Oh, very quiet, yeah. Oh, never a dull moment. Um, now, last week weren't the best. To be honest, the week before weren't the best either, really. Um, but, you know, obviously, as I've said in the whole process of this, I feel particularly that we followed all the rules, all the process, um, and, and on Dillian White, you know, protocol was followed, he had a hearing, he was cleared at that hearing, and now, really, he's got to convince everybody else. He's clear to box now, you know, not just on that night, he could box on Saturday if he wants in Liverpool. But he has to make sure that everything he's done properly now with his legal team, and I keep getting told off for even opening my mouth, but this has to come out with all the facts and he has to prove his innocence. Because as far as I'm concerned, everyone just presumes he's guilty anyway. Yeah. The, the facts, the confidential facts between the two parties until the case comes out is that no one really knows all the facts. But what I keep saying to people is just understand that a hearing was had with an independent panel where he was cleared to box. Ask yourself why he was cleared. Perhaps that there's a very good chance that they saw the evidence that meant that he was innocent. So rest on that till you get all the news and then you can judge. Do we have a timeline at the moment when, when no, the, one of the statements going to be made or no, the legal team are going to come I, I don't even think it's a statement. I think it's, you know, he can't, Dillian White can't come out of a statement and you go, oh, well, that's all right then. You know, it has to come out from the official bodies. And this whole process is not some process, some sham process that was put together by me and Dillian White's corner team, this is a government agency in UCAD, this is the NAPD, the National Anti-Doping Panel, this is the British Boxing Board of Control. So that process has to be followed now, but he wants all the information to come out as soon as possible. Um, there is huge confidentiality of that process until such time where you will get the news. We want that news ASAP, because this is so detrimental to his career if he's found to be innocent, completely innocent, which right now, like you can't say he's not, because he's not suspended, he's not banned, then great. If he's found to be guilty and if he has done something wrong, which in my heart of hearts I don't believe so, then he should be banned from the sport. Anybody that cheats in the sport of boxing should be. The way that Dillian White constantly harasses me and pays for additional testing for every fight makes me believe something's not right here. But this will all come out in a wash. Is part of the delay that we're waiting for the B sample to be tested? Not really, no, I don't think that the B, I don't, I mean, in my experience, you probably know as much as me, I don't think the B sample really differs from the A sample. Mm. There was an adverse finding that needs to be looked into. That has been looked into in a hearing with loads of information and evidence from VADA, which is a testing agency that tested him throughout the camp for 12 weeks. So that's a bit of a saving grace for him to show levels, you know, of, of his systems and stuff like that to prove that he hasn't been cheating. So I don't know the situation because since the fight, everything is dealt with by Dillian White and his team in the border control. My obligation was, should both fighters be completely clear, no one be suspended, be approved to box by the British Boxing Border Control, that fight takes place. So from there, now he's dealing with it with his team because his career, I say it's in tatters, but like, I've seen this stuff and there is no real regard for the fact of oh maybe he's innocent but I keep asking you to ask yourself why do you think at a hearing 
he was cleared to fight after he provided evidence. So let that evidence be known and let there be an official ruling where you can make the judgment as to what really happened. Wasn't it a bit unorthodox to do it here and on the Saturday morning, day of no, the fight? I've no, never not, known not, not when, that's happened before. No, not when you get the news on Thursday night. <laughs> yeah. When do you think the hearing's going to take place? Well, usually it would be suspension, the hearing will be at a no, later but, date. But that's, a board but, meeting no, it depends on what the suspension's for. See, no one knows yeah. the truths. So you don't. You have a, an opportunity to have a hearing to lift that suspension or query or whatever it is. And UCAD allowed him that hearing. Again, a lot of this is like some conspiracy theory. Oh, wow, there was a hearing on the Saturday. Because we found out Thursday night. We requested a hearing and all the evidence be heard, that was the date that the hearing was given. So, and, and to be honest with you, going into that hearing, I was thinking in my mind, we're going to pull this fight, most likely. I had a statement ready to go, and if he wouldn't have been cleared, if the board wouldn't have licensed him, the fight wouldn't have taken place. But when they did all of that, there was no question. I have a contract with both fighters, mm-hmm. where I have, I mean, legally I can't not put the fight on, but not even passing the buck. There's no reason to not put the fight on when a guy is cleared by the governing body and the doping governing body. In hindsight, with the whole hailstorm that comes with it, do you personally regret not informing Rivas' team and the can't. WBC? I can't. One, it's completely confidential. I break confidentiality. I've, I've broken the rules. You've not got a duty of care, though? No, no, because at the end of the day, once a fighter is cleared, I don't really... I mean, you can't go up to a fighter on Saturday morning and go, just to let you know... Dillian White uh, was requested more information on a drug test, but don't worry, it's all fine now. In hindsight, I don't know. I mean, I spoke to um, Oscar Rivers' promoter about this last night because I wanted him to know that we followed the absolute book on everything. So the British Boxing Board of Control are bound by confidentiality in UCAD situations. So am I. I'm only talking now because things have come out that I need to put right and tell people as much as we know. So... I don't believe that... I understand the argument. I'll give you that. But at the end of the day, once a fighter is cleared, there isn't really anything to tell him. He's cleared for reasons. And I'm not a specialist. I'm not a scientist. These people are. So if they're clearing him, he's got grounds to be cleared. So should... But he's also got grounds, surely, to be told there's an issue. This is not... But the issue issue is cleared. The issue is cleared. If if, If there is any kind of issue where they felt that he shouldn't be in the ring, they wouldn't have let him box. But who am I, someone who knows absolutely nothing about this situation, to tell you that, I don't know, there's an issue or a danger? That issue was dealt with by the governing body. These people, you, I mean, I've seen some of your tweets and stuff like that. Like, I understand your comments, but you have to understand, these people are the experts. They're the governing body. They cleared him to fight. There's nothing really to tell you other than there was an issue with his drug test that was cleared by the governing body to allow the fight to go. What, why was that cleared? Because evidence was provided, mainly from his VADA tests, to show that whatever they found was not an issue in this fight. So from there, so I mean, even psychologically, I know you, you know, it hasn't been a great week for the sport in other areas as well, so it puts even more focus on. Yeah. But to mentally say to a fighter even, oh, by the way, and by the way, you tell that fighter that, they break the confidentiality, because Dylan White wins and he's totally innocent, and then he comes out and says, well, I was told he had a problem with his drug test. You can't win either way. Yeah. Contractually, I couldn't have, like some, I've got another question today, could you have stopped the fight? No. 
I'm not unless I want to get sued. Oscar Rivas made a fortune for that bike. He wouldn't, you know, he would have even sued me. At least yeah. he would have found out in that situation. But I can't turn around with a contract to both fighters who, once they're cleared by the governing bodies to take part, that fight's on. So, you know, if there was a situation where, oh, it was brushed under the carpet and it was just, we'll have the hearing next week, don't worry about it for now, I fully understand. But I think people are completely missing the point of an independent panel cleared him. Ask yourself why they cleared him. I don't, I mean, I can't even give you the answer. All I know is that evidence was collected from the VADA test, from all the tests, from labs, from everything. And it was presented to the NAPD and they cleared him to fight. Is Ask the, yourself why. Is there somewhere then that there's a systematic failure Probably, between the border yeah, control, yeah. UKAD? Well, no, I think there's many different levels that are wrong. Let, let's look at them. VADA, right? VADA are probably renowned to be the best testing agency and system in the world. The last, I don't know, half a dozen fights, Dillian White has paid 30000 himself for 12 weeks out to just constantly test himself weekly, sometimes bi-weekly, by this agency. The issue with VADA is they don't impact, impose bans or suspensions. The good thing about VADA is they tell the inner community who have signed up to the testing. So they tell me, they tell the WBC, they tell the commission, they tell both fighters' camps. The good news about UCAD is they do impose bans and suspensions and can do that. The bad news is it's confidential, right? So if it wasn't confidential, if this was a BADA test, everybody would have known about it within the teams. The downside of that is the board don't even recognise VADA, right? So you could have been in a situation where VADA come and say, oh, uh, got an issue with this drug test. The board say, well, we're with UCAD. So, so what know, was the point of Dillian signing up to VADA then? Because just for the bigger picture and to stop people from cheating. He, doesn't, he didn't want to go into a fight fighting. You've you got to understand, when this fight was made with Oscar Rivas, the first thing Dillian White did was phone me out and say, has he signed up to VADA testing? Right, here's my forms, make sure he does as well. Chase Oscar Rivas, Chase Oscar Rivas. Eventually he signs up as well, bang, VADA test is starting. So it's difficult for me to not presume he's innocent when I see this day in and day out. The guy comes to press conferences, he wears gloves, he won't touch anything, he's paranoid, right? But he's still got to answer the questions as to why there was an issue. You know, you can't just say, I do VADA testing, therefore I'm innocent. You've got to prove it to people, especially now. So when you look at the systems, there's systematic failures on so many different levels. I say I feel sorry for the border control, but under the border control rules, they have to act alongside UCAD. If you sign up to UCAD's rules, you can't so suddenly say, oh no, actually, he shouldn't be cleared of that hearing. Again, who are the board to digest evidence of samples, science, all this stuff. That's why we have a governing body called UCAD who deal with those issues. So with the British Boxing Board of Control, if he's cleared by UCAD, the board don't really have a choice but to clear him. They can't really overrule a situation where the experts have said it's okay. So, and I think in terms of the time frame for the hearings and stuff like that, the whole thing was just madness. This was a test that was a month ago. This is another issue that I think needs to be addressed. So he took a test and it came out a month later. That took seems him a like a month to give the results. Exactly. That seems like a long time to me. You know, VADA is a much shorter period. But really, if you're testing someone, you want those that like if this came on Monday, 
we could have dealt with it on Tuesday or Wednesday and it wouldn't have looked the same way. Yeah. But the fact is, we got it on Thursday. We were asked what we do in this situation. UCAD said, you won't be allowed to fight. If you ever hear him and you provide the evidence and the board decides that you're good to fire, then you can do that. Okay, well, we have to do that then. Get all the evidence, go and get it done. I know no one feels sorry for Dillian White in this situation, but he knew on Thursday night. He didn't sleep till Sunday. Like, his whole career is just in, you know, fair to say, in tatters. Yeah. You know? So, how he even won the fight, I don't even know. But no one's really going to particularly feel sorry for him at the moment until he 100% clears his name. Do you and believe he'll what, do that? To be I, do, yeah. I do. I do. I do. Because you're someone that's been very outspoken about yeah. drug cheats in the past. 100%. And, and my, my position doesn't change. Anyone that knowingly cheats in the sport of boxing should be banned for life. 100%. But, but Eddie, today you announced Shui Fiore against Povetkin. Mm-hmm. That's the third fight you've done with Povetkin. He's been done twice. Well, but Povetkin also, you look at an issue. He was mandatory for the WBA title. That's why I've done a fight with him. I had no choice other than lose the title belts. This is a guy who has served his time, come out. I mean, even there's, there's been a lot of queries around a lot of fighters. Huey Fury. Tyson Fury failed a drugs test. Um, Kid Galahad. Billy Joe Saunders. You know, it's not unusual. You have to ask yourself sometimes, in situations, particularly with the, the latters that I mentioned, do you believe they cheated? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There is a massive problem with people uneducated, in the supplements they're taking. Some are unlucky, some are contaminated, and some are just cold, right, downright cheating. And I look at Jarrell Miller, yep. as a good example of that. Jarrell Miller texted me and said, oh, I see you're back in Dillian White. I'm saying, mate, if you knew the facts of this case compared to your case, you failed three drug tests for three separate supplements. Yeah. Some of those were injected. Including EPL. Exactly. It's be injected. Right, so come on. Like, that's a situation, I have a major problem with that, but you know, maybe I'm naive with a lot of these people and a lot of people are good people and I believe them and I believe Dillian White maybe I'll be proved to be a fool but I know having seen everything that I've seen having seen his setup at Loughborough having seen what he does in terms of his absolute necessity that desire for VADA testing and looking at the evidence that I saw that the panel saw right when they had their hearing I believe he's innocent and I believe he'll be proved so I just want to make sure that when he is people will go Fair dues, fair cop. But that's why right now he can't comment because he's got to get it right. If he don't get this right, his career's over. Just one last point. You said you spoke to Rivas' team mm-hmm. just last night. Mm-hmm. Did they mention anything about the allegation about the, the, the gloves? They checked Dillian's no, the, the, gloves. The, the they gloves. said he was yeah. wearing different gloves so on the night. And he then was. They never got to check the gloves after the fight, they said as well. Well, that's you don't. the British Boxing Board of Control don't provide the gloves to the other team. This is exactly what happened. Dillian White, uh, one of his team members, put the gloves on at the rules meeting. Dillian wasn't there. He got to the change room, and obviously everyone's hand's different. There was a problem with one of the thumbs. So he said, I want to use another pair of gloves. The British Boxing Board of Control and the WBC, Bob Logist, inspected those gloves and said, we're okay for you to wear them. The issue was that the other team didn't get a chance to see the gloves. But the British Boxing Board of Control did, and so did the WBC. I agree, in an ideal world, the other team should have been allowed to see the gloves at the board at the rules meeting you would just normally pick them up and go yeah they're right yeah do you know what i mean so so they didn't do that at all did they no. approve a previous pair but not the they, they approved no, a pair that somebody else wore. team don't approve, approve anything the border control and the wbc approved the gloves so they eventually approved these gloves but these weren't the gloves that were approved in a board meeting it's happened before 
I've had it with situations with fighters where they just can't get their hand in a glove yeah. and you have to approve another glove. Generally, you do that if, it, if the glove was cleared by the board and the WBC. So the board would have looked at these gloves that Dillian had, inspected them and said they're okay. So I just think that because of the other issue, yep. it's like, oh, this is just one thing after the other. To be honest, it's not unusual for a commission and a governing body like the WBC to look at a glove, clear it, and approve it. That's what they did. The issue is, is that Rivas's team didn't, didn't see the glove. So they go into the ring and think, hold on, that wasn't the glove that was at the ball meet, uh, at the rules meeting. But what it was, was, again, anyone that knows boxing, you have a guy in your changing room from the board of control of the whole time. Yeah. So it's not like you're going to just sort of sneak a pair out. They give you the glove. This was going on backstage for 45 minutes. You know, and by the way, Rivas's team were offered to wear the same gloves. So you know, what it was said was, because now they're on Dylan White's hands. They've been approved by the board. They've been approved by the WBC. Uh, do you want to wear the same gloves, Rivas? If you can, you can wear these as well. No, I'm wearing my rivals. Okay. But again, a lot of people make it sound like he just like, got these bags out of a glove and just uh, got these gloves out of a bag and just slipped them on and walked to the ring. No, the board approve it. The WBC approve it. I do agree that Rivas's team should have been allowed to see the glove, but they knew there was a problem because they were there in the conversations and they knew he was wearing this new glove that was approved by the board, but they didn't get a chance to inspect it, which is not unusual, but I do agree in an ideal world, I would like to have seen it. If it, if it was me on the other foot, I would have probably gone in and just had a look at the glove. And But again, you have to trust the governing body, the commission and the WBC these are good boxing people. They're yeah. not going to allow... But it's hard but, for Team Rivas now in the aftermath of what's happened with mm. the other issue to suddenly go, oh, it's OK, we trust the border control. Yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess. But then, you know, we all work in commissions. I mean, I've worked in a dozen commissions in America. And I'm not naming any names, but the British Boxing Border Control are on another level to some of these commissions. Another level. Yeah. I mean, when we talk about tragedies in the sport, when we talk about drug testing, who's getting tested in America? Like not passing the buck, but let you know. Let's look at that. These fights that are taking place where people are getting injured and sometimes losing their life. Was there testing program? No. Was there oxygen at ringside? No. Did you see the guy? You know the the, the fatalities who who passed out, get oxygen applied to them like you would in the British ring? No. So no one's perfect, and every now and again something happens. And, and you know in in the situation of the ball, sometimes when when you're backstage and the fight's happening in half an hour, I'm sitting down and someone will come to me and say, there's a problem with the gloves. So I go, what's the problem? He says, he's tried the ones on from the rules mate and he can't get his hand in them. Okay, well then get, get Yvonne Michelle, get the board together and find a resolution. The resolution is, he wants to wear these gloves, we've cleared them, oh, well we haven't seen them. Well, we've cleared them. Yeah. So we've inspected them and I think sometimes, again, I feel, I feel a bit for the board because I know one, how much they care, two, how they operate, and three, their professionalism. We're not in like, let's say Germany, because they've got a bad reputation, but you know, there are commissions that you go in that they make you do a drug test in a plastic cup, and then they take it out and go, yeah, we'll seal it out. I mean, I wouldn't even let a fighter do that, you know? Of course. So they're, they're extremely professional. They can't get everything right, and it's, it's difficult. But, you know, I spoke to Rivas's team last night, because I just wanted to speak to Yvonne Michelle about the process that 
followed. Are they, are they and, taking legal advice at the moment? No, not at all. Well, not not at the moment. Certainly not against us because we followed the exact rules. Or well, potentially against UKAD and the British Boxing Board. I think solved. they've followed they've followed their rules as well. I don't, you know, I don't see anything. Whether you agree with the process is something different. But they didn't break a rule. They followed their strict process. Whether you agree with that process or not is down to you, and that's arguable. But I just said to Yvonne, like, if I came to you on Saturday morning, which maybe in hindsight, you know, it's easy to say now, and I said, just to let you know, Dillian White had an issue with one of his tests. He's produced all his VADA results. He's had a hearing before a panel, and he's been 100% cleared. I don't even think Yvonne Michelle would have told Oscar Rivas because it's not even... One, mentally, you wouldn't want to say that. I know, like, people, oh, but surely she deserves to know. You wouldn't, if there wasn't a problem or an issue, you wouldn't really want to affect the fighter's mind anyway. But once he's heard there's no issue, there's nothing really to say. It's only now when you look at it and yeah, say, it's yeah, that no. It's to see, though, isn't it? If you were over there and the fight was the other way around and Dillian was travelling to fight no, Rivas no, on home turf, no, you'd have wanted him to tell you. Not, to be honest with you, a lot of the stuff when there's clearance on it, there's, I'm sure there's loads of stuff that have taken place, whether it be uh, drug testing related, whether it be injury related, whether it be glove related, that you don't get to find out. That's why you have a commission. That's why you have a governing body. It's their responsibility to clear a fighter. Once they clear a fighter, as far as I'm concerned, that's good to go. There's a reason they've been cleared. So if there was an issue, that issue's solved. Yeah, there's no, there's no issue anymore. It's cleared. So I ain't got to tell you about an issue because it's been cleared by a governing body and a panel of experts. I asked me, well, what was it? I, I don't know. I'm just telling you, the scientists have looked at it, the panel's looked at it, and there's no issue any longer. Nothing to tell you. But now he's got to be in a position where he's got to come out. Now it's not about Rivas, it's about the public. Yeah. Can Dillian White ever get back to the position he was in last week? Yeah, but ask yourself, if UK had come out and say, we've looked into it and bum, 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 there's absolutely no sanction. This is what happened, and Dylan White's good to go. What's the mindset of the fan? Oh, no, you're still a cheat. Really? Well, what? Now I'm innocent. And I keep saying to people, ask yourself why he was cleared. Do you not think that maybe he provided some evidence in that hearing to prove his innocence? He must have. He must have. Yeah. They wouldn't take a chance otherwise. No, but there is a history of UKED pulling back and pr- from prosecuting people from the threat of going under financially. No, but it's still, happened in the yeah, past. But so. they, can't, they can't allow a fighter to go into a fight believing they have cheated or believe they have, they have you know, been on a doping site or whatever it was. So there must be grounds. It's not a case of, oh, oh we don't want to uh, lose any money or get sued. No, there's grounds, right? So what are those grounds? They'll come out. But at least understand that surely he's got a case of innocence if he's been cleared already. But it doesn't really seem to operate like that in this world. I'm different. I know Dillian White inside out. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't believe... I believe he's innocent. But time will definitely tell because it will all come out in the wash and then the public will be able to judge. And if he is cleared and if if he is innocent, which I believe that will come out, I hope the public go... Fair enough. Let him get on with his life. Yeah. It's been your worst week in boxing? Mm, probably Audley Harrison fight was worse. But to be honest with you, like if this was five or six years ago, I w- I'm not even sure I would have recovered. Yeah. But you become like this robot where it's bad news after bad news after bad news. So, And, and honestly, like I did an interview with Coogan today where I said, he said, when you finished the fight, was you worried that this might come out? I was like, no. 
But I never woke up Sunday morning going, ooh, I hope this don't get come out, because there's nothing to say. He had a query, he had a hearing, he got cleared. From my point of view, as the promoter, my conscience is one million percent clear. So, is there an issue now? Yeah, the issue now is proving his innocence, more than anything. So, it was pretty horrendous. I mean, I was on a plane, and, and the worst thing is, is some of the articles were incorrect. That was the worst thing. And all these guys got written to by Dillian's legal team. To I mean, there was one, Matrim took an injunction out. Absolute rubbish. Rubbish. Some of the things, three, three substances or two substances, rubbish. Right? So you had to deal with those. But the problem is, people take that and confirm it as a fact. Look at the WBC. Ask yourself this. If Dillian Wyatt is not suspended and he's cleared to box by the British Boxing Border Control, if Dillian White is not suspended and cleared to box by UK anti-doping, Dillian White could fight on this on Friday, right? How can the WBC suspend him? On what facts? Some articles that they've read. But that's it. I mean, they've made a press release, really, following articles that have been written about Dillian White, some of which are true, some of which are not true. But surely, who do you recognise WBC as your official testing agency? VADA. Right? Vada come out and say, Dillian White has tested with us solidly for four years. He has never failed a test. He has tested the whole Revas fight probably six or seven times during his camp, passed everyone. Yet you want to just suspend him, but no one else has suspended him other than you. That don't sit well with me in the WBC. No. It's innocent until proven guilty. I agree, and I think that's the issue. WBC, what they should have said we, is... We always question... Yeah, but what they should have anyway. said is, they should have said, OK... We're going to look into this, and if he is found to be guilty, or if he is found to be suspended by UCAD or the board, he will lose his mandatory position. Not, we're suspending him, but we'll look into it and see if it's true or not. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's a, it's a terrible situation for everybody. Everybody, you know. And again, the worst thing is, like I said, when you are so insistent on a testing programme, like Dillian White, that's the last person you'd expect to have an irregular sample. So, I don't know, uh, time will tell, but my only hope, like I say, is if he comes out and it's proved he's completely innocent, I hope he gets the respect he deserves. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.